G'day everyone, Static Oz here with a revisit to Forza Horizon 4 to cover off on some of the changes, features and issues that I have observed inside of the game to hopefully give you a better idea of whether or not you should spend your hard earned money on it. The first point I feel I should make is that Forza Horizon 4 is available on Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass is a monthly subscription that costs $11 Australian and delivers some great titles on Xbox for free once you have a paid subscription. This means that you can go and play Forza Horizon 4 for free if you have an Xbox Game Pass subscription. So I strongly suggest that would be the best way to go about it. It is $11 a month. Um, there are so many games that you can go and play, it's not funny. I'd do it that way if I wasn't me. I spent a lot of money on the game, but I intend to play a lot of it. If you're just having a look, you'd like to see what all the fuss is about, that is probably your cheapest way to do it, and it's probably the way I would recommend. Um, so let's get into the differences on Horizon 4 over Horizon 3. With Forza Horizon 4, we have only one Horizon Festival. We have character customization by way of cosmetic items, clothing, shoes, hats, emotes, etc. Wheel spins now offer cosmetic items and emotes. To further customize your character as well as horns for your vehicles we have super wheel spins which give you three chances now at epic or legendary vehicles emotes horns cosmetic items etc i have a, a little bit of an issue with the super wheel spins as they sit right now but i'll get into that later the forza fund live event is a new thing and it is it's to me it's amazing it has you working together with other drivers over three events to achieve a common goal and that is trying to earn Forzathon points which can be spent in a new Forzathon store to obtain the weekly Forza edition car, a common car as well as wheel spins, super wheel spins uh, and cosmetic items. It's a really good addition, I'm really enjoying it. It is. It happens every hour on the hour and um, it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun. You, are, you, you pretty much, everybody comes into a, a central position, we start there and then you sort of shot off throughout the map to go and do what you gotta do. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, we now have a quick chat feature, which is almost like an emote wheel. So you just rattle off some quick chat to people you meet in these instances. Uh, the one thing I've got to mention as well is that we do not affect people in our instance. So we can't run into them. We can't run, run them off course or anything like that. Um, I'm pretty happy with that. It was one thing that I was a little bit iffy about. It was it was always the, one of the things that I was that I had my eye on from the start. I had my eye on how well it was going to be implemented, but you kind of just go through each other, which is which is awesome in my book. Uh, this game looks amazing, and I've been asked multiple times if I'm on an Xbox One X while streaming, which I'm not. I'm just on the poor old poverty pack uh, 500 gig Xbox bundle. The game still looks unreal, so I'd love to see the 60 frames on uh, on a One X. Off-road racing in Horizon 4 feels great. It feels so much better than, than what we had in Horizon 3. I'm not sure how they made it different, but it, it just feels so much better. It might be the landscape, I'm unsure, but it just it feels so good. One thing I've noticed in the in the actual map in the game itself is there a lot there is a lot more verticality. So there's a lot more hills, there's a lot more a lot more up and down, which is amazing. Where sort of Australia kind of felt flat in comparison. Cars now have their own perk trees with the Forza Edition cars gaining the most out of these perks. 
Forza Edition cars are set up for their individual skill boost. So if you have something that's set up for speed boost, that car is initially set up to go fast. If you have something with like a drift skills boost, that car is initially set up for drift. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's good in that aspect that um, you can just get the car and go do what it's meant for. The influence. So influence is a little... Uh, for me, it's a it's a debatable topic. The influence itself is not an issue. Um, what it is is a mis mixture of the old fan system and straight out XP that we're used to from Forza Horizon 3, and can be earned in any number of ways, including road racing, dirt racing, painting, tuning, photographs, and even watching or streaming the game on Mixer. That's where my problem lies. My problem lies with the streaming on Mixer now. I'll get, I'll get into that later. We won't get into this right now. We'll get into this later because there's a list of issues I have and I'll get into that. I'll get into this when I, when I go there. A fast travel is now gained by buying a $2 million house. So one of the houses that we buy uh, allows you to have fast travel. After that, you need to smash down fast travel boards, which ultimately make your fast travel cost a lot cheaper. The fast travel cost initially, as soon as you buy the house, if you've not knocked any boards down, is 10,000 credits. That can come down to absolutely free once you've knocked all the boards down so that is um that's something that's it's well worth sort of spending the time to go and do is buy that house go and knock as many of those boards down as you can you start fast traveling very cheaply you can now have your cars delivered to you where, no matter where you are for no cost where in horizon 3 it used to cost you 10,000 credits every single time and you can also travel to the Horizon Festival from the Cars tab in your pause menu for free. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a cheap way of getting about or getting to your garage or anything like that. Rather than sort of having to fast travel to a house or the festival, you can just go into your Cars tab. It's the only way you can do it for free too. Go into your Cars tab and travel to the festival from there. So we get into we get into houses. Uh, so for the most part, houses offer perks that you would not otherwise have, such as DJ skills or fast travel abilities, like I just said. A bunch of super wheel spins, I think one has a barn find and all that sort of stuff. Now, houses are also a central hub where the old Horizon Festival, uh, like the, the old Horizon Festivals used to cover. So it's the same thing. And the current Horizon Festival in, in Horizon 4 is the same thing. Uh, we have businesses. It's kind of the, the game itself hints at having more than one business, but we currently only have one, which is like the fastest car rentals. I'd like to see a couple more, but we also have like some story stuff as well, which is a lot of fun to do. Sadly, we had no hovercraft. I was kind of kind of really hoping that we got to drive a hovercraft, but uh, we do not. We do not. However, however, the hovercraft itself is amazing. In the um, these. There's one thing I haven't written down in my notes here, so I'm probably going to go off a little bit. I'll probably get a little lost, but it's all good. Um, the showcase events are unreal. They have a real feeling to them now where they you just kind of raced them before. Yeah, cool. You had something big in it. You know, you used to, you know, you raced the, the blimp that was carrying the Jeep and all that sort of stuff. But this you actually get a really real feel for. One that really stands out to me is the Flying Scotsman. The Flying Scotsman is a, a train. You race this train, but um, you have to jump over it a few times. They just kind of, they give you a real feeling for it. There's there's points where they, I think it feels like the game speeds you speeds you up itself. It's almost like it stops the train and speeds you up. So you get a real feel of um, of how fast you're actually moving at the time, as well as being able to jump over the train and all that sort of thing. It's it's a lot of fun. The, the hovercraft, like I said, is amazing. I was racing with a friend of mine and he got wiped out by the hovercraft so you've got to be careful that hovercraft can absolutely destroy your run 
to a point where you've got to start it again or you've got to do it again because you didn't finish it right. If you're an OCD perfectionist like myself, you have to get the job done right and it can be quite infuriating, but it's it's a lot of fun. It is it is really good. There's another one in there. It's kind of everybody. It's a fan favorite. I'm not going to mention it here. You guys can go and figure out what it is, but it is it is awesome. And it gives you a, a just... These showcase events just give you an amazing feeling all the way through them. There's one where you... you you have a, a jet, like a fighter jet, zoom over you quite often, and it shakes your screen. It makes it harder for you to control your car. It, it is, it, they, they actually put an effect into these that you just would not expect, and it's unreal. It just makes it such a better experience. All right, so I'm gonna move on to some of my issues. Some of the issues with the games. Cosmetic items inside of super wheel spins feel so ridiculously cheap, it's not funny. I have no issue with cosmetic items inside of normal wheel spins because they don't have a, a heightened chance to get you um, to get you better drops, and they're a lot easier to get. The super wheel spins are not that easy to get, so to be getting cosmetic items out of those is ridiculous. Especially, I can't count how many times I've had three cosmetic items out of super wheel spins. There seem to be a lot of issues with support for the wheels at the moment as I currently have a huge 180 degree dead zone in my wheel where the car just will not turn until my wheel is 90 degrees in either direction which currently makes it unplayable for me with a wheel. This means I have had to return to the controller which is not favourable for me at all. Um, I love using the wheel. My, my wheel is cheap. Well, it's not cheap but it's on the cheaper side. It is the cheaper entry level. Um, so it doesn't have the best response as it is and the fact that I can't play with the wheel at all is just really annoying. It's a lot of money sitting there doing nothing. My current issues with mixer and influence farming. Now I'm not, again I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of go all over the joint here. I've not written anything down. I just need to explain <laughs> the issues that I have. Um, and they are big. Mixer have heard about them multiple times and I've not been quiet about them at, at all. Um, so what I should. I feel I should explain what the influence farm is to start with. You can earn influence by watching streams on Mixer. It's plain and simple. That's the easiest way to put it. Streamers can stream, and anybody watching their channel is earning as long as they have the same Microsoft Live account on their Mixer account as they do on their Xbox account. It's all linked, and they will earn that X. They will earn that influence or XP in the game. So next time they turn the game on they'll see a huge chunk of uh, mixer influence points. Um, that's that's all well and good. I have no problem with people streaming the game. My issue is the amount of AFK streams that popped up overnight that mixer do not care to do anything about. I've spoken to them. I've gotten direct confirmation back that they are going to be doing nothing about it. And to me, they straight do not care that it's happening. That to me is grubby. Anybody that is streaming AFK streams, that to me is absolutely grubby. There is currently one person in the, in the directory who even this afternoon had over 4,000 viewers, has gained over 14,000 follows for doing absolutely nothing. That to me is absolutely grubby and I cannot stand it. Um, again, I've spoken to Mixer about it, but they don't care. So there could be, in all honesty, I've put it out there before. There could be, this is this is me, this is me making a personal statement now. If any of these streamers get partnered out of this, I will be leaving Mixer. I'll be going back to Twitch because you have. This isn't just me. You have 
people who are legitimately trying to stream, working their ass off day in, day out, to get their streams up and running, to get nowhere, where these channels just sit there all day. I won't go on any further, but to me that's grubby, and it should not be a thing. It should not be a thing that these people who are working their ass off aren't getting any recognition where someone who's just honestly just left their Xbox on and gone about their life um, is gaining traction. To me, that's that's grubby and should not be happening. Anyway, let's get out of that. Other issues I have, such as convoys being disbanded after finishing a race, such as the Gauntlet or the Goliath or any of the sort of larger races, uh, I've encountered this on a large number of occasions. I know they've put out an, up an update recently, uh, so I've not been able to get in and, and check it out to see if this has been fixed. Hopefully it has. Um, but I'll be getting together, putting a, a, a larger list together. Well, hopefully a much shorter list now, after some updates. Um, but yeah, this... It becomes, becomes troublesome when you've just got to continually sort of regroup everybody after every race. It, it becomes problematic, especially with people streaming. It just you know you have a lot of people that join you that aren't on your friends list you don't know so you have to go find them again it just becomes problematic the rewind or respawn in multiplayer races is absolutely horrendous at the moment it's more often than not respawn me past the missed checkpoint repeatedly so if you miss a checkpoint you got that three seconds especially if you have your rewind turned off if you have your rewind on you can hit it and it will instantly instantly uh, respawn you the problem there is it keeps on respawning past the, the flag that you've already missed so it just keeps on keeps going through this uh, never-ending cycle of missed checkpoints which is horrendous um, driver tars are super aggressive and I never ever ever in my lifetime thought I would ever ask for Forza Horizon 3 AI drivers back but I am because the AI in this game is horrendous it is atrocious hopefully it's something that they are addressing and they will get fixed but I've written this out in a terrible way in that I'm finishing off on all the issues. I don't want to I don't want to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. This game is amazing. They're just some small issues. My biggest one being the mixer issue. That's obviously where I'm coming from. A lot of people maybe listening to this probably won't care because they don't they're not streaming it. That's my big issue and um I would much prefer to go and I always have and I always will I will go and uh, support an actual streamer rather than someone who is doing nothing who's doing nothing so that's my biggest thing but again we won't we won't end this on a low um, I absolutely absolutely love the game I spent two weeks solid playing it a week so a week and a bit solid streaming it I've met a bunch of great people it was great for my channel growth um, it definitely helped out my channel I love the game it just has me super excited to be driving cars again, to be customizing cars. Uh, it's given me a new new love for putting tunes into cars. It's given me the ability to start kick off my YouTube channel again, which was only ever sort of montage videos that were crudely put together on PlayStation. So this this game has given me a lot in only a short couple of weeks. If you liked Horizon 2, Horizon 3, if, or any forza games at all uh, if you like car games and you like open world go and grab it it's a great game there's plenty to do one thing they really did was absolutely stack the map like honestly to do anything these days i need to filter my map out there is a feature there where you can filter everything off your map i need to filter everything off and then put the one thing i'm trying to do on because there's just so much on the map it's cluttered 
I cannot see what, what I need to find. But that is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. There's just a lot to do in the game. So even straight off the bat, before you're even out of, I didn't even get into this, before you're even out of your six hour plus uh, prologue, which can be quite painful. Um, but once you're out of that, the map is chockers already and they just keep adding to it. So it seems like there's a never ending stream of, of features coming at you to go and do. Um, so guys, in closing, go and check it out. You're going to love it. I love it. It is a great game, even with some of its smaller issues. Hopefully you found this useful. If you do, please share it with a friend. You can get in touch with me at Static Oz just about everywhere. Uh, you can get in touch with my co-host at Dawn of the Dan pretty much everywhere. You can get in touch with both of us via email at twoleftthumbspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, dudes. Have yourself a great day or night, whatever it is you're having. And I will talk to you again later. Thank you and goodbye.